Hello, my friends. Welcome back to another podcast. Um, today's topic is going to be about a statement that can kill you. Um, I don't know. I don't know can kill you. The reason I say that is a lot of things that attribute to our health, we do something about it when we're aware of the problem or we're aware of what's going on. When we don't know, there's a problem there. If you were to be asked, you know, what's your BMI? I don't know. What's your body fat percentage? I don't know. What are any, are there any health related issues that are concerning? I don't know. I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. How many calories are in what you just ate? I don't know. How many calories are in lunch? I don't know. How many calories do you need for sustainable weight loss long term instead of it just being extreme? I don't know. The I don't knows can kill us. And that's the concern and that's the real topic of, of discussion is the term I don't know. And there might be a willingness to say I don't know because we want to avoid the problem or avoid do some, doing something about it. But I don't know. The term I don't know can kill you. I didn't know that my liver was on the borderline. Uh, I was uh, I, I borderline had cirrhosis of the liver. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that the visceral fat around my midsection, around my heart, was constricting into where if I died in my sleep, my doctor would not be surprised. Uh, I didn't know that. There were a lot of things I didn't know, and in the start, uh, well, the beginning of my journey, I didn't know what it would take to actually have sustainable weight loss long term. I knew that, uh, hey, I'm going to lose weight, but sustainable, not gain it back, I had no idea what that was going to look like. And... That's one thing about my journey that I would really say is a big difference now. Five years later, really working on maintaining and keeping my weight off is the awareness. The awareness of what it's going to take to maintain. And it's not that it drives my whole day or that it runs my whole life and that day to day I'm always having to calculate. Not at all. It definitely gets, um, and I made this statement recently, it doesn't get easier you just simply get stronger. I've gotten stronger over time where I'm in a better position to make decisions and not be crowded with having to calculate everything. But a lot of my journey now is just simply being aware. And I think this is a good example. I, um, I had asked uh, a neighbor um, because after our move, you know, I don't really know what's going on around here. Gyms, you know, I found the gym. I might switch gyms. But I wanted to see if there was a high school that was possibly open. They didn't have that option in uh, California. All the high schools were closed. I don't know if there was a theft concern or, or what was the issue, but all the high schools were closed and you couldn't get access. And they were all dirt or they were all just kind of run down around my area. There might be some good ones, but around my area, it was all run down and locked up. Well, here there's an open one and it's actually a finished track, something that has the rubber mats underneath it. It's a nice track. And so I asked a neighbor, Hey, you know, do you know any high schools that are open? She advises me of this certain one and I make the decision to go there. Well, all of a sudden that translated into me developing a whole new workout routine based on this available high school and its resources. It's got a box jump there that I can do box jumps. It's got platforms with pads that I can do different workouts. I can now do track runs to where I can do my 5K without running the streets because out here in the south, there's not too many sidewalks. So I can now do my 5K. I can now do some more sprints. I can now do you know more stuff like that that I'm interested in. And as I'm going to this high school, I'm starting to realize that, hey, there's bleachers here. 
I can do steps, I can do stairs, I can do an outdoor bleacher workout, that's gonna be decent. Uh, I start looking around and there are um, hurdles, and there are just hurdles just are lying around. So if hurdles, I, maybe I can practice box jumps, maybe I can practice my, my height in, in regards to jumping and, and stuff like that. So it, it's being aware, once I'm there, of what's going on around me. What could you possibly do at a track? I'm learning that because of the awareness of when I walk in, I'm not just so focused on, okay, I gotta get this workout and be done, but I have that awareness of, okay, where are things at and what can I do? And I think that translates so much to the weight loss journey of being aware. And I think what happens is that we get into compulsive decisions, especially when it comes to food, especially when it comes to emotions, stress, everything in between that I was dealing with. I was very compulsive during those times and I stress ate, I binge ate, I, I went after things that just weren't healthy and weren't good for me. And I went after these things just because I, I wasn't aware of the harm that I was doing to myself. I wasn't aware of how it was killing me. I wasn't aware that the I don't know was killing me. And that's something that I would encourage is what things don't you know in your journey that you need to know to be successful? What things in your journey would you say, you know, I don't know? What's your visceral fat? If you don't know, it's important for you to find out. The two main factors for health, two main factors, not BMI, because BMI doesn't factor in muscle. So someone like myself, I'm considered overweight. I'm, I'm like, either between 12 and 14% body fat. I'm not overweight. I'm not in a position where I need to lose weight, but according to the BMI, I do. BMI is not accurate. Now the accurate indicator is gonna be visceral fat, and that's gonna be the excess fat around your organs and around your heart. The more uh, visceral fat that you have, um, the more of a um, dangerous position you're putting your heart in and your organs, just your overall internal what keeps you alive, what keeps you going, is gonna be altered, it's gonna be hindered. Uh, and then body fat percentage. Your body fat percentage is gonna be a very clear indicator of your health because excess weight, excess fat, is going to lead to a lot of health-related issues. Not only when it comes to your joints, not only when it comes to your nerves, when it comes to blood flow, when it comes to um, just what those excess fat pockets actually store and hold and how it affects and impacts your body and hormones. So body fat percentage and visceral fat, those are two huge things that we need to pay attention to. If you don't know those, that's a good indicator of what the I don't know can do to harm you or potentially kill you. At 534 pounds, I didn't know a lot. And it's not that I know a whole lot now. I've learned a lot and I'm still learning. And I'm continuing to learn every single day a little bit more. I'm learning what it is to be in the South while working out like I normally do because I'm learning that I need to be a lot more hydrated. If I'm just, I mean, I'm sweating a whole lot more and I have, I'm having a depletion of fluids that typically when I replenish fluids, I'm in a system, I'm in a routine for that. Well, I'm gonna have to change my routine to match the humidity and the excess sweat and just ugh, coming out. Like I've gotta, I've gotta work with that. I've gotta learn that. I've gotta know that process. I've gotta know what that looks like. I don't know how much water I need to stay hydrated in the South versus being on the West Coast, but that's something that I have to be intentional about and start getting to know because the I don't knows will kill you. 
the I don't knows will kill you. So besides visceral fat, besides body fat percentage, uh, I would write down if you're journaling, I have a, a podcast that talks about journaling and how important it is. I know if you're not used to journaling, it might be something difficult, something to set an iPhone reminder to do. It is very helpful, very reflective. Uh, for me on Instagram, you know, I post a lot of the um, before and afters and a lot of uh, things that I'm going through. For me, my approach to Instagram and what I post is a year from now, what would I want to see that would keep me inspired, me motivated, me encouraged on the journey? Rather than posting for someone else, I'm gonna post for myself and what would inspire me. And if someone else gets inspired from that, it's just a benefit. So first post and first journal, first put down what would be helpful for yourself a year from now, five years from now, and let whatever comes after that just be a bonus. And so for me, when I'm posting uh, before and afters, when I'm posting different things, I'm looking at what's my day 1800 picture. Okay, 1800 days in, I've been able to maintain my weight loss. I've gained a little bit because of the transition of getting used to sleepless nights, getting used to adjusting my sleep deprivation and uh, finding food on the go that is gonna be beneficial, the routine and habits that I had that made me successful that altered it. It's no excuse, but it's reality that I had to face new challenges that I had to get adapted to. So now I'm getting adapted to it. So the seven to eight pounds that I put on are slowly coming off again and I'm working towards that. The muscle that I had built for so long is now coming back. I'm getting back into a routine, getting back into uh, the process of what made me successful before. And so I am starting to know these things or getting to know these things. And so the I don't knows that you have in life, the I don't knows of uh, what you're going through, post for yourself. And from yourself, if you uh, add to someone else, that's just a benefit. But just keep that in mind when it comes to journaling, when it comes to writing stuff down, when it comes to documenting stuff on Instagram, whatever you post is gonna be beneficial for you for a later time. So write down an I don't know. Write down the I don't knows that you have in your journey and start figuring that stuff out because I'm, I'm telling you that the big difference is not the gym I'm going to. It's not all of a sudden I've discovered a food that no one else has. I've got chicken that no one else has. It's nothing like that. It's just simply having the awareness of what's in my food, how many calories are in my food, how many calories I need to maintain, how many calories I need to burn to gain, to gain muscle, what macronutrients, what micronutrients. The more I know, the more aware I am of what I need to do to be successful. And I think that's a really big thing to grab onto on a journey is the awareness of the journey. The awareness in losing slowly day by day, week by week, losing the I don't knows. Because the I don't knows will definitely, definitely kill you. I hope you uh, enjoyed this podcast. Thank you again to all the monthly supporters really helping. Uh, I'm gonna have a podcast coming up, uh, the next one or the one after with my wife. We're gonna talk about our transition to the South and how we are in the process of looking for a house and kind of where we are and what that process looks like. Um, I don't know if it'll come up or not, the uh, dojo um, issues I've been having, but uh, maybe we'll talk about that process uh, on a uh, next podcast. But thank you again for listening to this podcast. Hope you guys take care and I will talk to you on the next one. Take care.